This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. Welcome to Inside the Jungle, your show for Auburn basketball. I am your co-host, Chandler, and I am joined alongside my other co-host, Jace. Um, Jace, how's it going today? It's going pretty good. Um, excited about this tournament uh, starting up tomorrow, and um, excited for the opportunity we have to play here in the state of Alabama. Yes, I'm really excited uh, to play locally and in, in Birmingham. I think we really caught a good deal um, from the selection uh, committee with that one. Um, and if I'm not correct, would we be the first nine seed ever to win it? Um, uh, I, th- I think you might be right. I'd have I'd have to double check. I don't know. You need to check. I think Connecticut was an eight seed a few years ago. Um, but check that out for us. Um, do some research uh, while you're not doing anything. Um, but we are uh, excited about the NCAA tournament, and we will uh, we're going to review the last few games for Auburn, as well as preview Auburn's perspective for the NCAA tournament, and then preview the NCAA tournament as a whole. So, Jace, why don't you get us started? Um, by previewing Auburn. Uh yeah, um looking back at the at the last few games, um I think we left off uh last time we we talked, we discussed left off with the Kentucky game. Um and we were kind of kind of dreading that game um at Alabama and you know, I was really proud of the way we came out um in that game, you know, that was a game that I was afraid we were just going to be down from the get go and we were just going to have to be clawing back the whole time. But it really wasn't one of those games. Yeah, we're, I'm not a I'm not a moral victory guy and I know you aren't either. But if there ever was a moral victory, um, th- that was it. Definitely. Um, I thought we, we started to shoot the three ball really well. Um, which is something that, you know, we've struggled a little bit with this season compared to past years. Um, but we really started to come on shooting the three ball. Flanagan started to come on. Katie Johnson. I mean, he's a player that he's really starting to get going here later in the year and he's one we're really gonna need down the stretch, especially um at that two two position. Yeah. This year this year's Auburn team Unfortunately, I think I think this is a disadvantage for Auburn, or I know it is. Um, all five guys between Wendell Green, KD Johnson, Alan Flanagan, Jalen Williams, and Janai Broom, they've all got to be on, um, and they've got to be making some shots in order for us to win. Um, as we have seen in the past probably, I guess, seven or eight games, if any one of them's off, it's going to probably be a loss yeah. uh, since Auburn has been playing good quality teams like Tennessee, Kentucky, Texas A&M, Alabama. Um, well, crap, did I just say Alabama's a good team? Never mind. Um, <laughs> but anyways, we've got to have all five guys uh, going and shooting the ball well and playing well for us to win. Um Otherwise, it's going to probably be a loss. Um, so that being said, we did all five guys were on against yeah. Alabama. I mean, 60% from the three-point line. 
Um, I mean, I don't even know that we've come close to that this year. Maybe in, in one of the pre-SEC season games, we maybe came close to that one game. But 60% from the three-point line. Um, now, we did only shoot 62% from the free-throw line, and that's something that's definitely going to have to um, improve because a lot of the times, especially in these tournament games, free throws is what it comes down to a lot of the time. Yeah. And like I was saying, um, all five of those guys have got to be on. And Wendell Green, surprisingly, was the only one not in double digits out of those five guys. Um, Zip also had zero. Well, I didn't say Zip. I, I substituted oh. KD for Zip. Okay. Uh, because Zip... I mean, that's that's that a bit, did only play nine minutes compared to yeah. KD's thirty six. So. But I mean, that that's that's a big problem that we have is Zep is an is an a liability offensively. I mean, right. he's not going to produce hardly anything offensively. Right. Um, and but I think that Zep is a player. Yeah. Um, in this upcoming NCAA matchup with Iowa, who could be a really big yeah. key player because of his. Ability to defend the three-point shot. Yeah, now, I'm not saying that Zepp is useless by any means. Now, as bad as he is offensively, Zepp is just as good defensively. Um, Zepp is great, a great defensive player, and I think he could really help the team out. But offensively, he brings nothing to the table. Um, and that's why I said offensively, all five of those guys, Wendell, Katie, Alan Flanagan, Jalen Williams, and Janai Broom all have to be on. And against Alabama, Wendell was the only one not in double digits, and he had nine points. Um, the other guys had 17, 17, I believe 15, and 21. Um, so when that happens, you're going to stand a chance. But um, – Against Alabama, it just wasn't enough. We no. we we needed everybody on their A plus game, and unfortunately, um, maybe one one or two guys were only on their A game, not their A plus game. Yeah, well, and I don't even know that it was not being good enough offensively, but I felt like because we were were so aggressive on the offensive end, it led to some lazy possessions on the defensive end, especially there close to the game, giving up some some easy lay-ins and some open shots. Yeah, I agree. Um, because when you score 85 points, that should be enough to win a, a basketball game. So I, I, th I definitely think that we they kind of resulted in some lazy defensive possessions. Um, but moving forward um, to the last regular season SEC game, um, at home in Neville Arena, we took on a very good Tennessee team, um, a Tennessee team that has kind of struggled the second half of the season, or excuse me, second half of the SEC stretch, but a team that's still very solid and a team that really, to me, defends the ball about as well as anybody in the SEC. Um, you know, they're one of the few teams I've seen that really just – messed Alabama up offensively I mean it takes a lot to slow down that team as much as I hate to say it and, and Tennessee was one of the few teams that was able to disrupt them offensively so I would think Tennessee you know is one of the the better defensive teams if not the best defensive team we played in SEC play and we were able to score 79 um, we got to the free throw line 
Um, I believe that was probably one of Wendell's best SEC games. He he scored 24 points. Um, he really, like I said, he got to the line. He was 6-for-6 six six from the line. Um, really, as a team, we shot pretty well from the line. We shot 75% from the free throw line. Um, but I really thought we defended the ball well against Tennessee. We, we didn't give up a ton of open shots. Um, I felt like we did a pretty good job containing Santiago Vescovi, um, which can be a, a big task, and we were able to do that pretty well. Yeah, I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised for the Tennessee result um, just because we had been playing, um, as I mean, as we've talked about, not our best basketball leading up to that game, um, losing like five out of the last six or six out of the last seven or something really really bad like that um and Tennessee was one I was not really looking forward to but Auburn certainly embraced the opportunity um because it was pretty much a must win um in order to get into the NCAA tournament and they embraced the opportunity and uh and made the most of the made the most of it and um Auburn looked pretty good in that game um like Jay said producing 79 points against one of the best teams defensively, not only in the SEC, but the entire nation, um, is huge. Yeah. Um, and definitely a team that could could do something in the tournament strictly because of their defense. Are they producing very well offensively right now? No. Um, but they're a team that, you know, can really win some games just because of their defense. Um, we've seen several teams do that in the tournament years past. Of course, they probably will need to get hot a little bit shooting the ball, obviously, to win some games. But, um, you know, ultimately, if they're able to force a lot of contested shots, they could really do something in the tournament. Um, and and hopefully, um, despite the loss to Alabama, if, if we can play like we did in Tuscaloosa and at home against Tennessee – um, I think we could have a really good chance to, to maybe win a game or two. Um, but it, that all just depends on um, our effort defensively, um, creating open shots, getting to the free throw line, um, actually making the free throws when we get there. Um, you know, a lot of factors are going to play into that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But it was good to end the SEC play on um, on a high note going into the SEC tournament, um, which took place um, that next week. Uh, our first game was, I believe, March the 9th um, because we got a first round bye. But then we played Arkansas in the second round of the SEC tournament. And, man, that was a tough loss. But I was very pleased to have seen, you know, how we got down like we did in the second half and were able to battle back and almost come away with that game. And like I said, I hate losing as much as the next person, and I'm no um, I'm no person that dwells on moral victories. But, I mean, the fact that 
we were down four, I believe either 14 or 15, I think maybe 14 in the second half with just maybe 10 minutes left. And we're able to just claw our ways back, claw our way back into that game, um, shooting the ball and getting to the goal and, and forcing Arkansas into some tough shots. I, I was really proud to see that, um, you know, this team was able to battle back like that against, against a pretty good Arkansas team. Yeah. That was uh definitely a, a tale of two halves. Um and Auburn looked really bad first half. And then second half they came ready to play. Um and they nearly completed the comeback. I think they held a I wanna say they held a seventy three to seventy two or a seventy four to seventy three lead at one point. Um, but it just was not enough. Um but Auburn Auburn certainly played way better the second half. Um, and can I say that I think Auburn really got a sucky matchup for that first, first yeah. round, or what's, I guess, technically second, second round, round game I would in the SEC to, tournament? I would have to agree. Arkansas is the best 10 seed I have ever seen. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and I will say this, as bad as we played that first half, we were only down four points, and I think that that is something. Um, you know, I think I was listening to a podcast the other day about the a preview of the tournament, and they talked about Auburn's ceiling in this tournament because of their ability to stay in games. They said Auburn is dangerous, not because they won't necessarily won a lot of these games at the end, but because they have the ability to stay in games. And in March, if you can stay in a game, there can be some crazy things happen. Yeah, and um, I I agree with that, and I think that it is just it says something about the strength of the SEC when you have Arkansas as a ten seed, a ten seed in the SEC tournament, and then you come the next week and they are an eight seed in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean that's that's a testament to the SEC and a testament to to the strength of the SEC. Yeah. Um, and the ability just to really, you know, a lot of the times you see these conferences, you see the same teams at the top every year. Um, and I feel like the SEC is a conference where, you know, you've kind of have a mix of five or six teams that could be at the top every year. And that's something that I don't think you can say in many conferences. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, so, uh, but obviously not the way we wanted the tournament to go um and that's a game i think if if you could have found a way to win would have really given you momentum to even maybe win another game or two in the sec tournament but but nonetheless um it did give us a little bit more time to rest and and prepare um uh, for the big dance um uh, where we'll be facing eight seeded iowa in the first game and let me tell you that's going to be an exciting matchup right there. Um, I was tell a, us, tell us about it. Iowa is a team that can really, really, really shoot the three ball well, but Auburn is a team that can really, really defend the ball well. And I'm excited to see um, if if Auburn's defense can prevail. Um, which hopefully <laughs> that's what happens because that's really what I'm excited to see. But um, or to see if you know, I was three point shooting is is just a little too much. Um, but I I will say this: 
I think that if we can score with Iowa, that eventually our defense will get the, an extra stop compared to Iowa's defense. Well, that's, that's some pretty good analysis. Um, but I, I would agree. Um, I think it's going to come down to um, does – which team is going to make the shots? I mean, that's simply – I know that sounds stupid, but that, that's what it's going to come down to. Does Auburn make the open shots versus Iowa's horrendous defense? Iowa is, I think, 316th in the nation um, in defense. They're one of the worst defensive squads in the nation. Um, or does does Iowa make the shots against Auburn's defense um, because they are such a good uh, three-point shooting team? Also, Iowa's size. Um, I believe that Iowa has has a a six seven guard, a six five guard, and maybe a another six five guard, um, and that's going to be some size that is is tough to deal with. But at the same time, they should be, and I mean, proven they are pretty slow and have heavy feet defensively. Um, and we've got to take advantage of that. I think Wendell Green and KD Johnson are perfect to take advantage of that because they can drive to the basket. Now, the problem is, can they get a shot off or can they distribute it to somebody that can get a shot off? Um, because the Iowa's got some size in the paint there, and we, we've got to be able to get shots off or we've got to be able to get fouled. Definitely. I think a big key is attacking the rim early um, and trying to get some fouls. Um, because I do think that will, though they have the length, um, I do think that we will be able to move a little faster. Um, and if we can cause them to be a little bit late on rotations, um, we might can get them in foul trouble early, um, or even get them to the point where, where they're having to help a little bit more down low, um, where we're able to kick it out and get some open looks. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Um, but not looking past Iowa by any means. But if Auburn does move on to the next round, they will likely play Houston. Um, Houston has a one seed, and they play 16 seed. I really don't even know who they play. Uh, 16 seed. Um, we're looking, we're looking. I believe it's Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky, the Norsemen. Um, what, what a group of... Uh, what a squad. Um, I have seen them play, I think, once in my life. Um, <laughs> but um, So we, we'll likely play Houston, but you never know. Northern Kentucky may be the second 16 seed to beat a one seed. Uh, shout out uh, to Virginia. Virginia, you suck. Um, they got beat by a 16 seed. Who was that team? UMBC. UMBC. The what, what? Some kind of dog. The retrievers. The I retrievers. Believe. That's right. Um, the retrievers. Shout out to UMBC. Um, and they've got a pretty dadgum good Twitter account too, um, from my memories. Um, but anyways. Oh, and looking, I did uh, have a minute to look up the farthest a nine seed has gone, and I actually remember watching this run. The furthest a nine seed has gone is the final four, and that was Wichita State and Shaka Smart um, in 2013. Shaka Smart? 
I believe he was that. I think that was uh, Shaka Smart was at VCU. I think that was what, uh, Wichita State. I can't think of that coach's name. Um, but anyways, I just I've got to prove Jace wrong. Um, that's just something that I take pride in. Um, when Jace is wrong and I'm right, um, it's just truly a, an accomplishment for me. Um, and we are looking, but we're not finding right now. Um, but anyways, Greg Marshall, I think Greg so. Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Shock smart. Greg Marshall. They sound alike. Um, but anyways, um, yes, that is, uh, Auburn would be, I guess, the first nine seed to ever win the whole thing. So why not us? Why right. Let's do something special. Um, but also, um, let's, let's look at the NCAA tournament kind of as a whole. Um, and, Jace, give me, give me your final four right now. Like, oh. there, there's, I know you've created multiple brackets, <laughs> but – we are going on record right now, tonight, at 8 o'clock Central Time. Give me your final four. Um, you know, I think that out of the, the south bracket, um, I believe that Arizona will um, get to the lead eight to match up against um, that team from the other side of the state. And I think that Arizona is finally the big and physical team that can really, really uh, disrupt Alabama. And I have the Wildcats uh, moving on past the Crimson Tide to the Final Four. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Out of the, I believe is that the West region. Um, I'm trying to think under right underneath the the South. Um, there's there's nothing underneath the South like if you underneath go, the South side of the bracket. You, oh, if you go South, there's to the South of that. There's that's just more south. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the bracket. Um, yes. Um, I'm I'm not even sure. Um, about sorry, the east, the east, the east. Um, in the out of the east region, I have the five seed, the Duke Blue Devils. Um, they are playing their best basketball of the season right now. Uh, and I just think that Filipowski. And Jeremy Roach of the Blue Do Devil Blue Duke you can't Blue even Devils talk. Um, are gonna make a make a serious run here in the tournament. Well, I have news for you. I'm sorry. I, I will let you finish your final four here in a minute. But the Duke Blue Devils are gonna get upset first round by the Oral Robert. I don't even know their mascot. Uh-huh. The Golden Eagles, I think. Oral Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts is going to upset Duke in the first round. You heard it here. Five five twelve matchup, that'll be an upset. So I think that that is a very popular upset right now because of the run Oral Roberts had a few years ago. 
Um, and I think a lot of people are picking based off of that upset. And I think this is a completely different team. Um, and yeah. this is also a completely different team that they're facing. Um, a team that's hot right now. Um, and so I, I have the, the Duke Blue Devils coming out of the East region. Um, out of the Midwest region, um, I have the Texas Longhorns. They are another team that is just really filling it up right now. Um, really playing some of their best basketball. Um, I have them advancing to the final four. Um, and then out of, that's out of the Midwest region. And then out of the West region, um, I have the Kansas Jayhawks. Um, Kansas has been a team that has kind of scared me to, to put that far. Um, but I just feel like they're a safe team to put that far because even when they don't play their best, they're still able to win games. Um, and, and finding teams that just know how to win games, even when they don't look good, is something that's huge in March. So you've got Kansas, Texas, Duke, and, and, Arizona. and Arizona. Well, you're going to go 0 for 4 because I've only been wrong once in my life, and that was when I thought I was wrong, but I was actually right. So I'm, my, my bracket's obviously it's about to be the perfect bracket. Um, and... I have Alabama, the Crimson Tide, making the Final Four, as much as I hate to say it. I've got Purdue, the Boilermakers, will match up against um, Alabama. I've got Xavier, the X-Men. And then lastly, I have Gonzaga, the Dogs. Um, And then in the championship game, I've got Alabama versus Gonzaga, a rematch of earlier this year. And... Alabama winning uh, the championship 73-69. to 69. Um, I hate it, but that's what I think is going to happen. Jace, what do you think about that? Um, I don't think you're going to be right. Well, I, and let me go on Because record. you've already gone second-guessed yourself because earlier you had Houston winning it. Well. And now you don't even have them in your Final Four, so it doesn't sound like you might not be too confident in your picks right now. So. Uh, well, look, Jace – my picks will change over time, but let me tell you, when it matters, my picks will be right. My picks will be correct. Jace, right now, go on record. Um, three upsets. Three upsets that you have in the first round. Um, three upsets. I will go first um, because I've kind of put Jace on the spot. Um, three upsets that I have in the first round would be... Um, I've got the College of Charleston over San Diego State. College of Charleston is 31-3 and on the year. Um, they are an experienced squad, and I think that they will pull off the upset over the Aztecs of San Diego State. Um, my second upset um, would be I have the Louisiana Lafayette Cajun, Raging Cajuns over the Tennessee Volunteers. Um, I think that losing Zakai Ziegler will hurt Tennessee. And I think that the Louisiana squad is 26-7 and on the year. Um, This is their third straight uh, tournament. And I think that they will will pull off the upset. My last upset pick um, that I will give you is going to be... um, None other than uh, Arizona State 
um, the Arizona State Sun Devils over the TCU Horn Frogs. Um, now they've got to beat Nevada. They've got to beat Nevada first. But either way, I think Arizona State or Nevada. I think the winner of that game will beat TCU um, and move on to the next round. Cool. Um, that's my three. Jace, give me your three. Well, I don't have anything huge in the first round. My bigger upsets are more in the second round. But in the first round, I guess one that it's not really much of an upset. It's almost a toss-up. Is the Missouri Tigers over the Utah State Aggies? I believe Utah State's opened up as a two and a half point favorite. Um, Missouri's so the higher seed. It's not How? really. It's not really a big upset, but. Um, was I know that Utah State's being picked in over more than half the brackets. Um, so I would go with Missouri. Like I said, I don't have many huge upsets in the first round. Um, another upset I have is the VCU Rams over the St. Mary's Gales. Um, I think that VCU is a very physical team, a very athletic team, and I think that's going to give St. Mary's a lot of trouble. Um, and I don't know that St. Mary's will be able to score enough, um, to pull off that win against, um, VCU. And so I think VCU comes away with the upset. Um, my last upset, um, is the Penn State Nittany Lions 10 seed over the 7 seed Texas A&M Aggies. Um, you're holding your hands up like that's not an upset. I believe Texas A&M's a four or five point favorite. Um, and, you know, to, I know lots of people have Texas A&M going pretty far. So, um, I thought I think Penn State could not only win that game, but they have potential to really give Texas some trouble in the second game. I don't think it'll be enough, but I think Penn State's playing really good b- ball right now. Now, I will say, I think the Penn State pick is kind of an actual upset. Um, the Missouri over Utah State. Missouri's picked in 56% of the brackets across the nation. Um, that is not an upset. That is an invalid pick. Um, well, then I guess I have two upsets. Okay. Thank you, sir. Um, I have another surprise upset coming. And my my picks may be absurd, um, but I'm going with the UCSB Gauchos. Um, University of California, Santa Barbara Gauchos over Baylor. Um, the 14 seed over the three seed. Um, I, I have watched zero UCSB games this year. I know nothing about UCSB, but I like the Gauchos. <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope your final four is wrong. I hope my final four is wrong. Because I, I hope that our Auburn Tigers are shocking the world once again. I, I hope so as well. Um, I don't see it happening, but... You never know. That's why they play the basketball games, right? You got to believe, Chandler. You um, got to believe. That's why they play the game. But I think that'll about do it um, for this episode of Inside the Jungle. Um, any um, any other comments or questions? Um, I, think, I think that's about it. Uh, all right. Well, tune in to TNT at 5.50 Central Time tomorrow. Um, to watch our Auburn Tigers take on the Iowa Hawkeyes. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, 
and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.